How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Sipstone. My name is Jake, and I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going tonight, Dave? Uh, it's going a little bit sluggish. I am full of curry. How's it going tonight, Jenny? I don't know who you're talking to, but I'll answer in their stead. <laughs> but it's going well. Thank well, you for asking. Would you rather be called Suffering? That is my name. <laughs> Apparently, according to Zencaster, because I forgot that I did that. Yeah, yeah. It's not um, even a random name. That's that's the only reason it might still be a cry for help. Is like there are YouTube cha- um, like lobbies where you can share a YouTube video or something, and it'll just name everybody. Like you get an oh, animal, fuchsia, and like a, aquatic, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. potato land, or something, and it's like no, you just chose that name. <laughs> no, this is me. Well, to be that's fair, right. Jake has never once called me Dave Ski, and that's been my alias on this one for about a year. That's true. Once I stopped coming up with ideas each week. Mm-hmm. It's only out of politeness, and because I don't think we've ever seen you ski, so no. you really I, haven't. I would it. die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not much of a snow sport individual. I feel. Oh, it's like it's one of those um cartoon like outcomes where it's like where's dave and then it's just like a giant snowball coming down the mountain <laughs> <laughs> but you see the ski sticking out of it so you know uh-huh. that i'm somewhere in there exactly exactly yeah i've never done any sort of uh winter sports at all made a snowman if that counts i mean that's I still pretty challenging i ran my sister over with the toboggan <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> I, I I do forget about your third sister that no one talks about <laughs> it anymore. Ever since the toboggan incident. How many sisters do I have? Yeah, I mean you have like you oh, have I do three. have three. Yeah. yeah. I was like thinking I'm like I've got one, two, and I'm like, who's the third one? <laughs> and then I was like, it's not me. I've I've met your family and I thought you just had the one mm-hmm. in my no. head, Canon. No, there's a lot. I had an off by one error. Oh. Yeah. Well, at least with hitting your third magical third sister with the toboggan, you don't really have to worry about burying her. Mm. She's already buried in the snow. <laughs> yeah. Because toboggans take no prisoners. Uh, mm-hmm. I used to have like a plastic two-person one, but um, my parents had this rule of like, if I wanted to go and sell my friends, I had to like take it on my own. They weren't going to drive me everywhere. So okay. I remember taking like this big ass two-person toboggan where like I'm like a small person in general um but i was i was even younger and smaller then but i would drag it and then once you got to like the hill by the bank you just cruise all the way down and anything in your way was in trouble right. you you cannot steer or stop a toboggan once it has begun it's yeah. descent. <laughs> the one it, it will have, turn but it's not mm, up to you no if it hits something it will turn that's it <laughs> it's bumper cars rules <laughs> it's just, uh-huh. huh. a series yeah. of like snow ricochets you kind of build down the the slope to help right. yourself out we had a big orange one that we had to haul around it didn't have a rope attached to it it was okay. just this big hunk of orange plastic that we called the bus because <laughs> it was so big and chunky and we're just a bunch of 10-year-olds carrying this giant plastic chunk around. Yeah. That very much is like how you deal with kids, I think, though. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm past all of that, is it's just like 
if go outside somewhere just like burn yourselves out (laughs) (laughs) just exert all of your energy doing something dumb if you survive the winter then eventually we'll consider you an adult and that's childhood Mm -hmm. interesting those were the good old days where i could be outside for like more than five minutes Mm-hmm. Before being like, mm, it's cold out. Skilled. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it has been pretty shitty this season around. Um, there have been some days where it's like, PA, what are you doing? It's like insanely nice. And then it goes back to like, don't go outside. Right. Like how it was 70 degrees literally yeah. 24 hours ago. Mm-hmm. And now it's 30. And we have a like winter weather advisory. Yeah, oh, I think I've told you guys this before, but I never changed my Alexa and where it thinks my address is. So I get literally all of your weather notifications <laughs> all the time. It's like, hey, there's a winter weather advisory here. I'm like, does that affect me? How how far? How big is the advisory? So like, if you want to see your local weather, you just look out the window. And if you want to check up on your <laughs> friends, you ask here. Um, exactly. <laughs> well, I have to say, like, what's the weather in where I live now? Gotcha. Now, if you could say that into the microphone and uh, social security. <laughs> Sub-Saharan Africa. One. One. <laughs> One. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, that's it. That's the oh, only okay. <laughs> Dang, it was the OG. It only has one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, that, was, that was a natural... Uh, exit ramp off of that conversation into something else. I'm gonna make. And I think we all just kind of like stared at it and then kept driving down the, I'm gonna, the highway in silence. I'm gonna make a U-turn on the exit ramp to go back to winter sports real quick. Okay. Because um, I recently learned that this was a thing, but there's like, a, you know, there's figure skating. Yeah. There's figure skiing. And I think that's neat, and I just needed to make sure people knew about it because it's very dramatic. How would that work? Um, A lot of um, careful footwork. But yeah, it's a thing. I saw it, I watched it, and I'm like, why is this not in the Olympics? It would make me care about them more than curling does. Mm -hmm. Like, it would add. It would be an addition. Hmm. I feel like using giant skis and if they possibly use the poles, make it immediately more lethal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. That's <laughs> Just that's it. I'm getting, um, correcting my U-turn and I'm getting back on the ramp and we can leave that. I just wanted to let you know. That's all right. I'm going to, I'm going to like dive out of the car for a second and say like, oh yeah, winter Olympics. Speaking of the winter Olympics, I know like nothing about them. Because I don't held in the winter, typically. Yeah, it's cold. Technically, the Olympics. Um, but they intruded on my life because, like, I don't know anything about any sort of sports. It was the weekend before the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Superb Al, I don't know. Are we going to lose the podcast, anyways? And the um, I didn't realize it was going to be. And I was talking to coworkers. They're like, "Yep, getting stuff for the Super Bowl." I'm like, "Ah, nice." It's that time again. <laughs> and then I asked them who was playing, <laughs> which is how you can tell if you're someone who's uh, um, 
a fan of the Super Bowl. So, Someone who's uh, not a fan of the Super Bowl. You know, who's going to be tossing them balls around? <laughs> touching <laughs> right. balls, hitting balls. Just a bunch of guys. Really going after guys those, on a field. <laughs> just really going after those balls. You know? <laughs> Usually it's singular most of the time. You know, if there's multiple firmly... footballs in play. Oh my God, that would be yeah. too exciting. <laughs> right. Someone's activated cheat codes. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically just fall ball from a uh, fall guys. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. just two balls going. Where's but, the play by play happening? You don't know. You just have people talk over each other. You have two <laughs> color commentators at the same time. <laughs> um, but yeah, to the Winter Olympics, uh, my computer, which runs on Windows, has these little pop-ups in the corner. It uses like a weather notification. So right now it's like, hey, it's there's an exclamation point. I don't know what that means. And then 33 and cloudy. Um, but it had a different symbol for the weather that was like a bronze medal. And I was looking at it and I was like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> don't want to inhale bronze, probably. <laughs> Should stay inside today. <laughs> yeah. You did great this week, but you know, it's bronze. You could have done better. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure if it was a judgment call on me or if it was actually <laughs> reflecting the weather. Um, it's like you didn't wash behind your ears on Thursday and Friday. We're going to dock you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you could click it and then it would explain. The result, and I guess it was whenever somebody in the U.S. got a medal, they're like, "Here you go." Let's tell everybody that has a Windows computer. Wow, which is fine. I mean, good for him, I guess. This is useless. Thanks. (laughs) I mean, I didn't get the medal, so. I mean, I did. Oh. Um, I'm assuming that like when because they say we did it, like I'm a part of it, and I helped, and Mm -hmm. I will take full credit. Share for sharing the success. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like I feel like if you're rooting, it's like we're all in it together. Then you definitely mm-hmm. get partial credit. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll be expecting the check in the mail for my prize money. Yeah, it's um, it's a lot less common that people embrace that type of ideology in the opposite direction, though. I don't know if it's like, oh man, we really, uh, we really screwed up in curling. And I'll be honest, I mean, a lot of it is on the Olympic team, but. I didn't contribute much this year. (laughs) (laughs) So put a little bit of that on me. (laughs) Also, the exclamation point um, is because there's a weather advisory. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're going to die. So if we die, Mm -hmm. weather. (laughs) Also, you'll have to take over the edit that week, Dave, and you'll have just your own audio. (laughs) I... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That'd be really funny. Uh-huh. I, lo- I would love if I we've talked about like or joked about doing this a lot of times is just posting one side of the audio uh-huh. from like when I fucked up the first Overwatch record many years back. You it would be funny. I still think it'd be funny. Listen. It would be funny. It's hard to listen to though. There's a oh, lot yeah. of dead air. Yeah, but that's the funny part. You but release it wouldn't it. be on my side this time. <laughs> you Actually, release it as an April Fool's thing. Mm-hmm. But or what you do is you take two different recordings. This might need some timing and matching up. It won't make any sense, but two different recordings from two oh, different no. podcasts. <laughs> oh, that would require so much editing. That's yeah, like that's the Fury episode times a hundred. If if we did two separate talk casts, maybe it could be a thing. Also, are you eating a a peanut? 
Oh no! It's a- Are you eating a circus peanut right now? Yeah, it's a, it's a circus peanut. They're I'm judging hard. you more than if you ate real peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> These ones don't I kill like, you, though. <laughs> I, I know, but they taste one. horrible. <laughs> I poked one in the bag, and I'm like, "Shake the this marshmallow's really hard." And then he like poked, and I was like, "No, it's fine." And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> "But it's hard." So maybe Dave knows, but like circus peanuts, dry circus peanuts get dangerously hard. Like, same. They're. <laughs> I don't. I'm not <laughs> sure how to follow up on that one. Um, but like, you could use it to hold a brick wall together as plaster hard. Um, soft this is still not peanuts? a selling point, Jake. No, 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 I'm not saying okay, it necessarily yeah. is. I'm saying it's like soft circus peanuts are just like they have some give. They're never going to be like marshmallows because that's, I, I assume, straight off the press. I don't know how they're made. Mind, <laughs> maybe. Um, I don't know. But uh, like if it has give, then it's a relatively soft circus peanut by comparison because dry ones are impossible. You have to like, it's a suck on this candy instead of a bite into this candy at that point. What does a circus peanut taste like? I was going to ask if I could taste one, so, but I didn't want to have a, like, it's bad mm. and then waste it. From my recollection, it is like a more tough and dry and less sweet type of marshmallow. Like, it's kind of like memory foam that's yeah. edible. It's like, I think that it's actually sweeter than your normal marshmallow. <laughs> But it's very, so like as you get older and Uh your appreciation of candy taste changes, I think people move more away from like pure sugar Mm -hmm. as being the only thing. Like pixie sticks, for instance, pure sugar. Oh, yeah. Anything that's not chocolate um, that has Wonka on the name is pure sugar, essentially. Isn't Um, candy kind of by definition pure sugar? Like I got peach rings. uh I don't. There's not much else in there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is still mostly sugar, but maybe they balance it with like gelatin or they do some other stuff. I think there's and the, gelatin. The difference there. is like sometimes they go for a flavor using sugar that is not itself. You're biting into sugar, mm-hmm. and circus penis are basically sugar. <laughs> like, they taste, <laughs> they taste like sugar. So I guess the difference between a pixie stick and a circus peanut is. The circus peanut is the delayed release formula where a pixie stick is directly into your veins. Mm-hmm. Then where does cotton candy fall? Or That's is that pixie like pixie stick the... territory? Okay. It's gotta be, yeah. Yeah. You ever see raccoons try to eat cotton candy? Oh my god, yes. It's, <laughs> so, it's so cute because their faces look so defeated. For anybody who doesn't know, raccoons are not not trash animals. They will try and wash their food. Mm-hmm. But if you try and do this with cotton candy, it will dissolve immediately in water <laughs> because it's, so it's 99% air. They try to wash it and it's like, what did I do wrong? <laughs> uh-huh. uh, yeah. No, it's it's very entertaining. Um, All I'm saying, though, is like I'd rather have like a normal marshmallow or marshmallows, depending on what size it is, to have mm-hmm. like hot cocoa. Oh, yeah. And that's where I'm like, yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, I'm not saying that. I think even from a play with your food perspective, um, marshmallows have a lot more utility than a circus peanut does. You can twist the circus peanut basically in half 
and that's the extent of your like physical manipulation of the candy you could get. But like marshmallows, you can freaking need marshmallows until they're basically like goo. Uh huh. And that's great. That's very entertaining <laughs> to play with. Circus peanuts don't do that for you. I would want to step on a circus peanut. I think. I don't know why. <laughs> but so, I was you, you trying to make it. some side money. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Listen, we're going to have a mortgage to pay. There's, and, uh, that's true. I take pride in my work. I'm I'll not step judging. On a, it's just... I'll step on a circus piece <laughs> for money. So do you guys want to talk about that at all? You guys uh, are planning to move in the near future? You're going to have to cover like this could... no circus peanut. Oh, uh, yeah. He's currently eating a... I don't know if you know this. He's eating a circus peanut. But I feel like we can... This is a great segue. Um, we're getting on another exit ramp here. So I'm very about... proud of you in this moment for calling out the segue. You never let uh-huh. it be a natural switch. <laughs> uh-huh. You call out the segue <laughs> and then you call out the fact that you called out the segue and you never get back to the original topic. You basically just like leave Dave in the mm-hmm. dust and he's just like, I was trying to help. Um, anyways, yeah, next, no. next circus. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. I feel like this, this, uh, goes well with the water being off for six to eight hours. I don't know how long. All day. Um, and it has us very excited to move. This The right. bonus is like... So they turn the apartment water off and they sent an email and they're like, it's going to be off for four hours. Here's the range of time it will be off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then that range completed and the water was still off. And they turned it on for like a couple minutes, maybe. Yeah. And they turned it off again and then hours <laughs> passed and we just left to get some food and literally buy water and then came back and it was back on. Yeah. You, you mm-hmm. don't know with them. Yeah. Also, it gets like, oh, I want to shower. I can't shower. Oh, it's going to make some pasta. I can't do, do that. Yeah. No, I'm looking at all the dirty dishes and I'm like, I can't do anything about it. I'm sorry. You're going to be dirty for a while because there's no water. If you take a can of compressed air, you can you can clean a lot of dishes. It just depends what's on the, the dishes. Right. Like if, if it's dried soup, it'll take at least two cans. It's kind of soggy. Like that you have the metric for that. <laughs> you just, you're like, <laughs> I'm imagining that this isn't even your backup strategy anymore. This is your primary go-to when you need to clean your dishes off. <laughs> Should I rinse in the sink? Nah, we still got kind of compressed air left. I mean, <laughs> keyboard doesn't eat it right now, so... Yeah, I also Sorry, Zidina, nice. a circus peanut. Um, oh, where'd you get those? Yeah. <laughs> um, I imagine you're talking about like using the aerosol cans to clean stuff. You're that guy that's like standing outside with the cans pointing up at the at the sky. You're just like F you ozone, and just um, <laughs> like a very, a very quiet <laughs> gust mm-hmm. of air. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I will say I also have. If you turn it upside down, it's obviously like a very condensed cold liquid. Um, mm. So it makes it like a kind of frost effect if you do that, because it's not leaving the can the way it should, just as pure air, air quotes. Um, right. So I used I used it once to like frost my glasses. Ooh. When I had like 
a pair of like five dollar plastic shades back when oh. I was in high school. I thought this was a recent thing. I'm like, no, 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 no. glasses are so expensive. No, I, <laughs> I know. I I paid way too much for my pair, and uh, going forward, I will need to find a new ob- obstetrician. No, 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 optometrist. Optetri- yeah, yeah. I don't o- know. Optical OBGYN. <laughs> yeah. That's the one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it was like a very cool effect for me being 15. Um, it did smell like chemicals, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I was younger and we had compressed air, I did the thing you shouldn't do. Because uh, occasionally <laughs> we were unsupervised children who found compressed air at 7 in the morning on a Saturday. And you turn it upside down, and it gets frosty, right? We would do that to our skin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Be like, it's cold. Here, you next. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say I didn't do it to the skin as well, but like it was like a one and done thing. You're like, oh, that feels bad. Yeah, no, that, we that did hurts. that all the We did that a lot. Um, this is before the days of Icy Hot. They just had Icy. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> this is basically why you should never expose kids to science. No. Hot take. <laughs> like, don't teach them science at all. There's a lot of dangerous stuff there. Yeah, once I learned what you can do with a magnifying glass on a hot summer day, oh, yeah. I started a lot of fires in the backyard <laughs> that my parents didn't know about. But I had a bucket of water with me and sand at all times when I did it because I was responsible. Right. And the but neighbors made out on insurance. the sand on fire? Well, you don't set the sand on fire. Oh, the water. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, right. you use the sand. You make a little ring around what you're going to set on fire so that... You know, it's not like the it's wind's a containment gonna... zone. Yeah, yeah, the wind's definitely not going to blow away the dead leaves you put in there, <laughs> and you have right. the water to drink. <laughs> you just sip as the fire spreads out of control. Uh-huh. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> sure, wish somebody would do something about this here uh, catastrophe. That's a shame I wasn't here to see it. I have to go inside, and it's my curfew. <laughs> Bye. I'm just imagining that you do use the magnifying glass in the sand and you're like making obsidian in the backyard. (laughs) I think it probably has to get pretty hot for that. I don't know. No one. Science has not figured out. We don't teach science. (laughs) I don't know what the uh, melting temperature of sand is to turn it into glass, but it's probably probably a lot. I anytime I've heard about it, it's within like the context of a meteorite landing in like the desert and then just like flashing everything to glass. Oh, that would be really so cool. fucking cool. Yeah. Another reason to wear your shoes in the desert. Am I right, guys? No broken right. glass on these feet. I thought you I mean, did like it hot sandals. To make More sand melt. You need to heat it to roughly 1,700 Celsius or 30, 90 Fahrenheit. That seems hot. Which is approximately the same temperature a space shuttle reaches as it re-enters Earth's atmosphere. I don't know if I could have done that in my backyard, but I would have tried. So my crockpot probably won't cut it. (sighs) Obsidian is igneous, isn't it? I might actually be categorically... We, we've jumped crap. out of my field of expertise um, from video games into geology. Yeah. And I just remember cleavage and finding that term amusing. Huh? And that's literally it. 
Also, you need uh, soda ash and limestone to make glass with sand. Just awesome. yeah, in case you wanted to try that in your own sandbox at home, you need a little <laughs> bit more. Yeah, it can't be categorically obsidian because obsidian is igneous. It's volcanic glass specifically. Yeah. I was going to say, isn't that just strictly lava, Oof. which is, or magma? Magma's out, lava's. Wait. No, magma's inside. Lava's wow. outside. Yes. And right. that's why in Minecraft, you need to figure out how to do the lava into obsidian mm-hmm. without ruining your source block and getting really sad about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised they didn't teach us about source blocks in geology course. Yeah, but I it's went just to the public school. Time so. of when, we get up, when we grew up, I think. Yeah didn't know about it yet yeah <laughs> that would be hilarious they're just like all right now that minecraft <laughs> let's make this relatable <laughs> i mean i do think they teach some kids some things using minecraft as a tool oh yeah there's an do educational you, edition of minecraft do you think that the earth's core counts as a source block Ooh. okay this is <laughs> this one's interesting because like the earth's core Again, I don't know anything because we shouldn't teach science. But it's molten because of the pressure exerted of gravity pulling everything in, right? Yeah. I don't think Minecraft has any sort of way to model that. (laughs) No. Because if you dig too far down and you hit bedrock and you find a way to get past it, you just kind of fall. Out of map, yeah. Yeah, so I can only assume that's what happens in real life, considering it happens in Minecraft. So, and Minecraft's right. educational. So yeah, right. I've learned a lot. Fun fact about um, the reality of Minecraft: I don't remember if we covered this in the Minecraft episode or not. Doesn't matter. It's been forever. It's but me. I remember I was making a a mob farm in the Nether. In the Nether, it's been a while since I played Minecraft. Maybe it works differently now. But um, it has bedrock above, right? Because you don't spawn on the surface, you're underground. So you can't escape the nether because there's a layer of bedrock above it and then sky above that, like nothing else. But you could like use something like a minecart and like TNT and some weird interaction to destroy a bedrock block and then escape through to this top layer above the nether and then build up into the sky and make like giant donut platforms yep. for the mobs to spawn and just kill them all and get all their stuff. Well, it's freaking great. I think I remember this. I remember this is... you did something very mm-hmm. complicated. It was a lot of effort. I, it was for experience. It was an experience farm because a bunch of um, mm-hmm. you would get ghasts if you built it one way and you would get zombie pigmen if you built it the other way. I had like pigmen were so many swords. I think the easiest because, like, once they all spawned, you could just piss off one. They're all like, "Who did that? Fuck that you guy!" And then yeah. they all just kind of like swarm. So uh-huh. it's really easy to make like a, a pitfall trap. Yeah, ghasts. You specifically made a zone with like a ghast shaped shell, <laughs> essentially, so it would spawn in one spot and be unable to move. <laughs> Didn't the zombie pigmen fall to their deaths? Or am I thinking of something else? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You would you would have like a 
a kill floor, a killing floor, <laughs> going, going back to previous episodes. And uh, it would be just far enough that they would die from the impact and then just gather all the drops there at the bottom. I still I love like this. the death animation is like they hit the ground and go, ooh, and then they just kind of like tilt sideways <laughs> right. 90 uh-huh. degrees. You're like, oh, dude. It's like real life. It all comes yeah. back to Minecraft. I've yeah. I've definitely landed once or twice where it's felt like that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You just wanted to like fall at a 90 degree, 90 degrees to the side, make a Roblox sound and that'd be the <laughs> end of it. It's like specifically when you think um, there's an extra step, there's one more step. So you're like getting ready and oh, then it just, you yeah. just make contact with the pavement and you knock mm-hmm. the air out of yourself a little bit. Off by one errors with stairs. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's dangerous. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot more tolerable going up the stairs than down the stairs. Up the stairs, you're like, oh, oh ha, ha. When down uh-huh. stairs, you're like, ah, ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, guess I'll fall forever. Guess I'll die. <laughs> but enough of Felix Baumgartner. Baumgartner, uh, what have you guys been playing recently? Should I answer? You want to answer? Uh... You guys want to draw straws quick and get back to <laughs> me? <laughs> I'll buy you a little bit of time. I have been playing mostly literally Heroes of the Storm and Ender Roll. I, I, I think I know turn. what a Heroes of the Storm is. Do you want to say what Ender Roll is quick? <laughs> Ender Roll is a full conversion mod for Skyrim. It's free. There's a version for the special edition on Steam, which was the Skyrim 64-bit executable um, and a standard edition. It's got achievements. It's free. If you like Skyrim, it's free. I think it has a better story than Skyrim, but that's not saying a whole lot. If it's, I like a lot of the systems. And if you it's cool. don't like Skyrim, is it still free? Uh, yes. It's more the ownership of Skyrim. That is the thing that may or may not cost money. Gotcha. Yeah. Just get one of the 50 editions on sale for like five, ten yeah, bucks. I was going to say, which Skyrim do you have to buy? Yeah. <laughs> I think so like the base edition works um, but you probably at this point I mean Skyrim's over over 10 years old at this point um, that's that's good <laughs> <laughs> lucked out there Jake <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and the special edition is 64 bit which usually plays a little bit better with RAM and things like that so I would wait for a sale on the Skyrim special edition. I don't think it works with the anniversary edition though. I could be wrong on that. Um, but I don't believe that would be the case. So I don't know. Do your research. Don't take my word for it. Read a book. As we've been saying, do your own research. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Don't rely on science. Um, Science is bad and wrong. It's true. It's really good. I don't want to go into a lot of details on it, so I won't, but, um, yeah, if you ever like get the urge. To, oh, I will say one thing about it that I didn't mention in my spiel about it in Discord earlier. Um, but it has a bunch of quality of life mods baked in, including like a UI mod that makes everything much more manageable um, to the point where like you basically don't need to mod it, even if you're the type of person that usually mods Skyrim like I am. So that's nice. You don't have to worry about it. That's cool. It's baked in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Hots, which is a dead mobile. <laughs> I'm still playing for some reason. I started playing after it died for the most part, too. 
There you go. Scratch the itch. A little more yeah. laid back, casual. Enjoy. It's some definitely beers. that. Definitely casual. We had like the most toxic round ever, I think, that I've played in that game. And we were like, this is going to just end in like a couple minutes, though, right? It was like 10, it was like 10 or 11 minutes, and the entire thing was done. We got stomped. Teammates were being super toxic, and we're like, is it even worth getting invested in? This will literally be done in like 120 seconds. <laughs> no, okay, next one. GG, go next. Yeah. I, I bought enough time. It's your turn. Go, go, go. Um, I've been doing Seven Days to Die. I haven't played in the past few days just because busy. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think we're picking it up again tonight. But that's been fun. Once every four years, we play for a while. I do the same thing each time because it's fun, which is um, I let everyone else do all of the complicated tech and building. And I have my cornfield and do my farming and make food. And then I just say, hey, can I take this motorbike? And then steal gas out of the chest. And I leave. (laughs) (laughs) And I come back at the end of the day. And I'm like, look what I found. And then, you know, I ask. I'm like, hey, I'm not going to be here for like the whole seven days to die day. What do you guys need? And then I'll go chop down some trees. Keep an eye out for certain things, but otherwise it's like, thanks for your stuff. I'm going outside now. And I have a specific playlist for seven days because 90% of my time is on a motorbike, just driving around, exploring, Mm -hmm. and getting scared because there's bears. That's true. And they upset me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I lost my trail of thought. But yeah. Oh, the playlist. Yeah, I have. It's my night drive playlist. And. Some like um, 80s vaporwave night drive type? Yes, pretty much. Nice. Let's. Kavinsky? I don't know. Probably. (laughs) Kavinsky's in everything. But uh, when I leave, as soon as I hear the, hey, it's daytime music, I'm like, I'm freaking out of here. I'm getting away from these guys. And I get on my little motorbike. I hit play on my playlist. I have a specific song that I play. There's two, depending on how we're feeling that particular morning. I put that song on, and I'm like, all right, I'm about to have a really good time. <laughs> and sometimes I see a zombie and I shoot it, and I'm like, nice experience. I, I helped the call. <laughs> I'm, I'm helping. I guess I was also playing that. Muscle playing in the, in the seven days group. Um, and it's still good. I mean, we had an episode on it. I'm pretty sure you can correct me if I'm wrong, Dave, but I feel like we had an episode on. I know we, we definitely, definitely talked about it at some point. It probably was an episode. Well, because we, back when we first played it, I think we played it for like probably two or three weeks straight. Yeah. Before we are like, and we're done. Mm-hmm. We're doing this weird thing in this playthrough where we meet irregularly but like it's scheduled when people play. So people aren't really mm-hmm. burning out on it. Yeah. Well, it's it's, it's good nice. to do it that way because then it's not like 
hey, can you guys hop on in 20 minutes? I've been playing for the past six hours and uh, it's day seven. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. We specifically said that when we sign off, at least I encouraged it uh, when we sign off, like don't sign off on the seventh day or like the night before. Uh-huh. Because in case someone wants to pop in for a minute, um, they're not going to be faced with a bad time of a zombie horde. But I think even beyond that, we're not even like really playing individually. Because like when I was hosting the server back in the day, I literally was just setting the day back, mm-hmm. like using console commands to keep time from moving forward so that everyone would be around when the horde happened but it's not ideal because the game still tracks the numbers of days that are passing in the background uh-huh. so it's like welcome <laughs> to the first horde and it's like end game monsters and stuff coming at you and you're like i feel like this isn't day seven <laughs> it's definitely a day yeah and they're not doing that like for the most part people are just playing when everybody's on which is nice mm-hmm. and I, I i think that's a it's such a good game because it hits the middle point for me like, there's some stuff in Minecraft where I'm like, I want a technology mod. Because I just want to, like, pursue this and have fun with it and go factorial brain, basically, right? But Dave doesn't like that. If I can put words in Dave's mouth for a second. <laughs> That's not the um, only thing you've put in my mouth. This goddamn circus pizza. I wasn't making it inappropriate. <laughs> um. I wonder if you'd be allergic to circus peanuts just because it's peanuts in the name. I'm not. I just I really don't like how they taste. I don't think they're good. I think they're one of the worst candies, probably. I just had a, a craving for it. Um, but yeah, Seven Days hits that middle spot where it's like it has technology. It has a reason to go loot. It has a huge incentive to build. There is an actual survival aspect to it, which like Minecraft for the most part doesn't really have. They've added it maybe more recently, but um it's just such a good balance and i just wish it's stupid to say i think given that like i love all these things about the game but like i wish someone else was making it because it's an alpha and it will be in an alpha forever and there's like basic things that they don't have done in the game and they rework skill trees and stuff like that and then they're like yeah and twitch integration (laughs) if you want like to control all the monsters popping out at people that's not that Twitch integration's bad. It's just they should probably do more ground floor stuff. Yeah, in an alpha, in an early access alpha. Yeah, Their problem might be is that I don't know if it's a Telltale game, but they were working with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Telltale kind of pooped all over the place and stopped being a thing. Is that and the then, term for running out of money? Is that pooping all over the place? Yeah. Those, those pores <laughs> pooping all over the place. I've definitely like chapter I seven. definitely have some money, but also have pooped all over the place. So mm-hmm. right. I don't know where I fall in that. See, when you have money, you can poop all over the place because you can uh, hire somebody to clean it. Right. I but should yeah, that, look into that. <laughs> that might contribute to why maybe nothing is getting done. Wow. But here's 2013, the thing. That's when I graduated college. Uh-huh. <laughs> Same. Um. Here's the thing, though. Telltale is coming back. Right. They are doing a Wolf Among Us 2. Right. Which I would definitely check out. I'm just curious to see where the story goes. Um, there right. are two wolves among us. 
<laughs> oh my god, Among Us. Us. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be so dumb. He tr- he, tr- he transforms into like red red oh crew member. <laughs> I had never associated those titles. I think we made it we may have actually released an episode on The Wolf Among Us after Among Us was a game, and I still didn't make the association. Well, Sometimes good jokes free. hit you later. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, that idea is free. I will be charging for the next one. So <laughs> you know, act That's accordingly. Good. Think, <laughs> think about it. Set aside funds. Invest now. <laughs> if I can't step on circus peanuts, mm. then you know <laughs> this is going to have to be it. Well, the, no one said that you can't. Just not on this good Christian podcast. So. I don't oh, think it would translate well, well in the media mainly. <laughs> right. I am baptized Roman Catholic, so I think I'm good, actually. Okay. All I right. think I can kind of do whatever I want. I didn't read the rules. I was too young to read. So uh-huh. that kind of went over my head because my head was underwater. Like the water, yeah. I, yeah. I was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, <laughs> we all just like circled, like <laughs> rushed forward into the joke. Uh-huh. Just like yeah. they rushed me into the holy water. Mm. I will say I'm I'm covered on two religions fronts, so come at That's me. That's good. Got to catch them all. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly, both are from the same god. I don't know how that worked out, but yeah. <laughs> it's a different update, I guess. Oh yeah, technically, it's uh, the Jews anniversary don't really edition. have the New Testament DLC. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's yeah. like the legacy or something. They're like, know. hey, when's that uh, savior coming for us? And they're like. <laughs> Did you not download the DLC? <laughs> right. Yes, the DLC. They've got an anniversary edition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just Skyrim. <laughs> it's, oh, no. Skyrim's <laughs> been really, around for longer than we even realized. They release a new edition every once in a while, and it's like, this is the same guy. And it's like, yeah, but you can change his outfit now. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the new King James. <laughs> oh, um. my bad. Sorry. He looked like the old one. Mm-hmm. I still love that you can find Bibles literally everywhere. Oh yeah, most popular book in a. Yeah, like also just book. The fun thing is, hotels have like contracts with whoever the publisher is for a bunch of Bibles, and it's like, hey, we'll give you money if we can put a Bible in your hotel. I feel huh. like America has to be the only country that does that. I've never heard of like, oh, in somewhere in asia or like the middle east that they have like oh yeah we put copies of the quran just you know everywhere and we have right. a deal to put those in we, we do what? have a problem when it comes to object permanence so you know when they open the dresser it's like oh okay yeah that's still a thing okay good good i'm gonna keep this dresser open i can only assume <sighs> it's that or we're just like super gung-ho about it I think the people who are for it are super gung-ho. Because at yeah. least when I grew up, the, the explanation to me was, oh, it's like if somebody's like on like their last legs and they have to like go up in a motel and thinking about like ending it all or like doing something really crazy or shitty, they would, you know, see that Bible, maybe like start reading because they're bored and then be like, oh my God, I should change my life. I don't know anybody who that's ever happened to. Um, right. I think if I was dying, I wouldn't want to read anything because I'd be like kind of dying. But I haven't gotten there yet fully. So mm. 
I mean, we're, we're all on a clock, right? You know, mm-hmm. just, uh... mm. I go by the logic that since I haven't put it in my planner, it's not going to happen. So ah, okay, that's kind gotcha. of my loophole around it for myself. When you when I'm scheduling things in to do list, mm-hmm. it's like I'm already not hitting everything that I scheduled today. There's no way that I'm going to die. It's not even on the list. Yeah, pretty much. It's basically, the logic. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you put it on the list and you're constantly like snooze. delay weekend Uh monday (laughs) yeah okay i also um found the real reason that there are bibles everywhere in hotel rooms okay uh where is it so there were now i can't find it okay there are two christian salesmen um and every Gideons? time a new hotel would open up, uh, say the what? Gideons, the Gideons, yeah. I think was the group. Yeah, yeah, they would be like, "You want a Bible? It's free. <laughs> you could read it." And uh, it was basically evangelizing. Yeah, and now they just well, do it because, yeah, because you could just have a Bible, right? You're like, okay, we have a basic hotel room. Mm-hmm. But now there's a religious scripture in it, which makes the hotel room itself a little bit higher class. You're safe here. Oh, right. <laughs> it's and to keep vampires out, obviously. Uh-huh. The main yeah. reason. Be not afraid. You also, I have to do here. a shout out and say, you're not safe here. <laughs> you're not safe here. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you guys ask what I was playing? No. Uh, what What were you playing? Oh, it's, it's fine. It's whatever. It's uh... <laughs> okay. Great. Um... <laughs> Next thing, going into news for a bit here. Um, it says here that Dave's, like Dave's been Dave's playing. Played. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Going for the same joke. Dave's been playing games here, but it doesn't. It doesn't detail exactly what games this Dave's been playing. This article's trash. Let's go uh, on the ground now with Dave. Dave, what have you been playing? Uh, recently, probably most has been Lost Ark. Where'd I know we talked it? about it. I, that's the thing. That's the damnedest thing. I I don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> we just got done lost. talking about biblical stuff, though, Dave. So you have no idea where the ark is. I wish I had like a, <laughs> a Bible joke to riff back with you right now, and I don't. Wow. Why well, am I being crucified on this podcast? Anyway, um, <laughs> it's just been like a, a major time sink, and work has been really slow. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that I've been playing on work hours, if you're listening. Um, right. But it's Dave's just been... a very hard worker. <laughs> I am. <laughs> um, but it's been very much like a time sink of like MMO type stuff, collect a thon, filling some stuff out. But also like I'll play with people. So like it has like a nice social aspect. I'm still fun or still looking forward to what fun things we can do with late game once everybody oh, gets yeah. there. Uh, maybe doing some like guild content together. But that's been the majority of the time, for sure. Then vampire survivors will occasionally be like, hey, we've added another achievement. I'm like, let's go. I'm, yeah. Let me top that off. I do. It's it's kind of like it's occupying a little space of, I want to play something and then just not. Like the lowest commitment thing imaginable. Like the game could crash and I'd be like, oh, well, that kind of sucks. And then just do literally anything else, right? Yeah, it's just a... There are times where you don't want to like fully get into something. Like there's certain other games on my list that I'm definitely gonna like delve into really hard as soon as we're done recording this podcast. But uh-huh. there are other things you're just like, oh, I just want to play something 
for like five, 10, 30 minutes. Yeah. So I still recommend it for anybody. Um, game is yeah, check. that's a recent episode. That one I could remember we did. Yeah, I feel <laughs> and actually game. also Lost Ark. It was Lost Ark and Vampire Survivors. <laughs> actually, Dave is stuck in time stasis. I feel Free like I should play the Vampire should. Survivor because you bought it for me. I yeah. I spent I just, a lot of money on you. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about it because yeah, I got the opposite like, sometimes. When it's like, oh, yeah. I want to do something for 30 minutes, I just start drawing. Or I find like a random 30 minute video essay on YouTube about something really weird and obscure. Right. Or like a Wendigoon video. And it's I was like, literally going to say, or a Wendigoon. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm like, I have two hours to spare in the next 30 minutes. I can <laughs> listen to this again. Tell me about Dante's Inferno. Jake's there with the system commands rolling back time again so she can finish the video in time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's still it's still entertaining enough that I will still s- spend time on it. If we're counting other activities, though, you mentioned like YouTube stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm trying desperately to just get out of games uh, in the podcast and talk about other things. Um, I've spent a lot of time passively over lunches after work whatever like watching dead by daylight clips it's true i've seen it like a lot and i don't entirely know why but it's very entertaining i i kind of get the sentiment because like i've definitely watched a lot of fighting game clips or something Uh for like a game that i've not experienced myself but i'm like oh that looks kind of cool what's some of like the tech that they're doing or how does like the game systems operate. Uh-huh. So as a passive observer, you can be like, Oh, that looks cool. And then kind of get immersed into that a little bit without really yeah. fully investing in it. I feel like, exactly. like I've never played that game, but I know like what kind of game it is. And I feel like the appeal could be, there's not much going on with it in terms of like, it's not an ever changing storyline. It's mm-hmm. I'm going to put someone on a hook and then yeah, I'm going to chase them down or you're running. So it's not like you can have it on. And it's like, yeah, I can like look over, pay attention to it. But you're not like missing an important oh, story right. beat. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like, yeah, this makes for like easy, nice viewing and listening. Mm-hmm. Which oh, isn't a bad thing. It has intensity. <laughs> it has like, it touches on some of the, uh, this is literally a game I don't own. This is just commentary <laughs> based off of the clips I've seen. But it's like customization between the killers and survivors when it comes to perks and all this stuff and all there's all these different killers that play different ways and the maps are like different in some ways but you know for the most part the core gameplay is fundamentally the same like the heroes heroes the survivors (laughs) want to finish repairing five generators and then leave the map by opening up an escape gate which takes some time, but then they're free and they, they win, they escape. The killer wants to kill the survivors, but can't just outright do so. Mm -hmm. You have to either hook them three times by like catching them, hitting them with like a melee attack or like grabbing them when they try to go through a window or something. Um, At which point they're sacrificed to the entity. And then we're getting into lore. We're not going to go too far on that, but um, basically a tentacle monster like kills them and they're Mm -hmm. out. Um, 
What a way to go. Or, <laughs> right, <laughs> some of the killers have completely different mechanics where they go for, like, Mori's, which is, like, a, um actual lethal oh, Mori. blow. Yeah, a Mori. <laughs> <laughs> um, an actual lethal blow. And, like, the combination of all these effects reminds me of... Um, it reminds me of Dota, actually, because the idea is the same construct exists in every match but there's a lot of variables that go into it where you want to focus your time during the match do you want to chase down one person and just like tunnel them out like this one person will die or is that a bad strategy you know yeah a lot of variation and strategy comes into play depending on how you build how you approach it who you're playing type thing so like as a passive observer you're like Interesting. Here's how I would think about doing it if I were in this theoretical situation. Exactly. And like I watch so the streamer I watch on YouTube. I've not really never visited his Twitch. I don't I don't like a Twitch that much. But um uh, is Atstarva. And uh he has tons of content on YouTube and he's good at the game. And that's kind of nice too, because you're just watching somebody who's really good at the game. He has compilations of times that he tries really sweaty. Uh, streaks with a particular hero and is like, okay, I'm going to get 50 wins with this hero back-to-back in random pub matches, um, which is statistically difficult to do. <laughs> and it's just, I don't know, it's it's entertaining to watch. Um, Jesus, the only thing I'll do back-to-back are prom photos, am I right? <laughs> For modesty. Mm-hmm. For modesty. Basketball space for Jesus. Who was also the bread. Oh, tasty. What kind though? Mm. <laughs> if Jesus were a bread. <laughs> Fikasha, I guess I mm. guess I'd yeah. ask if he was a bread, what would he be? But I guess he's technically technically a wafer, so uh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> wafer thing. <laughs> I'm imagining like there's gotta be not to disparage the poverty level of certain churches in the United States, but like we did have basically like crackers or wafers or something like that. Not like saltines, but like, you know, communion. The thin wafers. Without the salt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like slightly styrofoam wafers. Yeah. I mean, they were, they were, they were fine, Um, but they were clearly purposeful. There's got to be churches that literally use white bread, (laughs) right? (laughs) Like slice of white bread, get it up into pieces. Don't feed it to pigeons, feed it to people. That type of situation. Don't feed it to pigeons either. It's bad for them. Oh. Really? Yeah, PSA. Don't feed birds bread. It's not good for them. Hmm. It's like feeding your child consistently like chocolate cake. It's just bad for them. So that's... So wait, what about ducks as well? Yeah. Feed them peas. They like peas and strawberries. Dude, I remember like after church, we used to take like a loaf of bread, go down to like <laughs> the local creek where you're like, ducks will probably be here. And you'd feed the ducks. It was like a magical, wholesome <laughs> family moment. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing you went to church or else you'd be, <laughs> you'd be a sinner. You'd be going to hell. Yeah, see that. Yeah. But... Covered for all my duck murder. <laughs> you should have paid more attention though, Dave. Like when the adults were all like, you kids want to go poison the birds? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mama what's poison it's like it's bread it's like poison is the bread Mm -hmm. yeah anyway that's your psa um Hmm. learning a lot today if that's an actual fact i'm actually i'm also learning things today 
I but learned like, that. When's the next time you're going to feed birds? <sighs> I feed crows, but I feed them peanuts. Oh, yeah. And hazelnuts, and they yell at me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like so ungrateful. But I learned the duck thing because there's like a like a very cute white duck that gets posted around a lot. And it's usually this duck eating strawberries in ice water. And they do like kind of like, hey, here's a PSA about birds. And like, if you want to feed wild birds, give them this, give them that. And that's how I learned that oh. uh, bread's bad for them. Hmm. I guess it's because, because I was curious what the rationale was. It's because they don't, it doesn't like provide a lot of things. People feed birds don't provide calories, but they don't have like stomach space like humans do where it's just yeah. like, oh yeah, we'll like layer some bread in there and then like five pounds of lasagna or something. Yeah. It's like, all right, I've had my couple crumbs of bread. Yeah. It fills, We're them, good. Up. <laughs> it fills them up without giving them anything, which is why it's like just feeding your kid chocolate cake. It's not giving them anything. There's no nutritional value and it will fill them up very quickly. And then they'll eat the other half of the cake when you're not looking anyway, which is probably fine. I am looking at the website here, the the spruce, and they say there are some good bread options, things that actually have nutrition to them. Hmm. Um, But they also mention you can make the bread healthier by adding peanut butter or other nut butters, beef fat drippings or softened suet, suet, suet. Suet. S- suet? I found the article. Bird or animal feed, I think. Okay. Suit? Suet. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, put some bread. Put some on the bread. <laughs> a grape or apple jelly or orange marmalade. Yeah. If you were putting orange marmalade on bread and feeding it to birds, these are some high-class birds. Right. In When we were in Florida visiting my grandparents in the winters when we were younger, um, there was a blue heron that would stop by every morning for breakfast and we fed him cheese there you go protein and it was very cute and then one day um when my grandmother was not looking my grandfather opened the door and let him inside the house (laughs) (laughs) and it was great he would not leave for like 20 minutes (laughs) he's like i know you have more cheese in there Uh uh-huh He was just vibing around where all the food was. was like, is this for me? Is that for me? My grandma got mad. <laughs> uh, I'm just imagining in my head cannon. He just gets on one of the like dining room chairs. And it's just like, all right. Mm-hmm. Second course. <laughs> so long and thanks for all the cheese. On your mark. <laughs> <laughs> or if he just like sits down comfortably. Grandmother walks in and just like honks at her. Like, uh-huh. sup? Toss me oh. up here. <laughs> did I mention? What, did I mention what we named him? No, no. George. Hmm. <laughs> he was. We called him George. I don't know why that's so funny to me. Mm-hmm. That just seems wholesome. Mm-hmm. We gave that him pretty good. a slice of sharp cheddar every morning. And that's I mean, he lived for a long time, so I guess it was okay. Cheese is good for birds. That was on the list, right? I found the article you were <laughs> referencing. I mean, if peanut butter is on the list, that's like that's mostly cheese. If beef fat is on the list, beef comes from cows, which cheese you need milk. 
for like a dairy cheese. So I mm. think it's okay. They say processed lunch meat, sugar-free or low-sugar spreads, soft cheeses, and bacon are good for humans, but they're not great for birds. Well, George lived, so I think the article is wrong because I have anecdotal evidence that proves otherwise. I misread the second, the point after this, because this was sandwich foods to avoid. The next section was... We went to feed bread to birds, and I misread it as when to feed birds to birds. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, you can <laughs> when you want the strongest to survive, <laughs> right? That's this what is a chicken type do. situation because mm-hmm. chickens will eat anything. Yeah, yeah, chickens are great. Yeah, I have one question for the class. Um, what is a game you'd like to play in the near future? It's on your list. Literally well, the one no, hour mark. No, oh, is it? Well, no, hey, this funny. this will be our exit strategy. Uh huh. And you can't say Elden Ring. Oh no! Oh, fuck. <laughs> that's literally um, my status right now. It's like it is. Elden Ring is out, but I'm apparently recording a podcast. Yeah, you can't say Elden Ring. Uh, does it have Elden to be a game that I haven't already played? Which I think she said coming out, right? Or coming no, coming? it doesn't have to be coming out. Just like, what's a game you've been wanting to play? And you're mm. like, yeah, that's on my list, and I'm excited about it. I'll go first. Yeah. I'll give you time to think. Please I want to play Bloodlines because I want to play the second one that's coming out eventually, maybe. Oh, yeah. And I watched through Redemption mm-hmm. playthrough on Outstars' YouTube channel, which These she's These are vampire great. games? Friend of the show, yeah. Outstars, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's great. But yeah, it's uh the Empire of the Masquerade. Mm-hmm. So that's watched... a good answer. That's that's an episode that we'll probably never cover, but if we ever just had Ian on and we're like mm-hmm. nothing to talk about and seventy five percent of the episode to go, I'd be like, Ian, talk about vampire and Dave and I could both <laughs> leave uh-huh. actually. But yeah, that's mine. I watched the redemption and now I gotta play all of the first bloodlines. Is it Bloodlines? Nice. Am I saying it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. remember. Anyway. Vampire I, the Masquerade Bloodlines is yeah, the full title I, of the game. I, what am I confusing it with? I think the Battle Royale one, whatever yeah. it is, which I don't remember. Blood Hunt. Yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. going to play that one. But yeah, that's my answer because I want to. We started playing the tabletop and then we stopped and I'm like, dang it, I want <laughs> more. I'd like Technically, seconds. we completed our campaign. It's just a short campaign. Oh, I actually thought of a good answer. That's not a, a shitty one. Because I was going right. to say, maybe Horizon Forbidden West, but like, I'm aware of it, but it's not like, I'm not excited to like go check it out. I'm sure it'll be good. Yeah. Um, but Baldur's Gate 3, when it finally oh. releases, oh. I've had an interest mm-hmm. to do something like that since Divinity Original Sin 2 and the three times I've played it. Mm-hmm. I like that type of thing. I think I would enjoy it, but I want it to be fully out and not yeah. go back every patch. I'm in the I same th- boat. I think they mentioned, um, I read an article not too long ago. I think they're aiming to leave early access either next year or the following. I thought so. it was supposed to be 2022. I mean, oh, no. <laughs> I think they're planning to leave early access either next year or the following. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. They added Barbarian uh, as a class, yeah. which is cool. I did hear that. I mean, I'm good was... to wait for it because I don't really know what's in it currently. Yeah, yeah. I watched it'll be nice Ian, to get back. I watched Ian play it when I think it was super early access, or at yeah, least more than it, it is instantly. now. And he was like, 
a little it was a little wonky. Uh-huh. And that's why I was like, I am not paying sixty dollars for a half baked game. But I think by now it's probably better. But oh, are we talking about Cyberpunk? <laughs> well, it is actually also technically better. They're supposed to have improved performance. They did a massive patch recently. They added a bunch of animations and stuff like that. But eh, I'm gonna give it a little more time. <laughs> gonna wait till those those uh, cookies are absolutely burned before we take them out of the oven. <laughs> at this point, as we've said, Jake likes hard food. <laughs> <laughs> which is why i'm playing elden ring difficulties up there ah just kidding no, you can't you can't say elden ring no it's um, forbidden it is forbidden um i'll eventually get to death stranding that's kind of a cop-out answer but it's on the list is that something like you're looking forward to no okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding i mean i'll probably enjoy it um what was dumb is before you even made the cyberpunk joke, I was like thinking about starting another playthrough at some point, but honestly, it's not a high priority. You could just go but, back and do prey instead. That's true. Start speed running prey. Be freaking great. It's harder to pick one that's upcoming that I haven't played, but same answers as uh, dedicated listeners would anticipate from earlier or a year in preview, I think, but like Yakuza, like a dragon um, is probably the best game that I have that I haven't played yet. As far as hype is concerned, um, because again, I've actually have launched Elden Ring and it's disqualified <laughs> for me. <being laughs> <the answer. laughs> I like, I will say as like we're closing out around like six ten, I went invisible on steam and launched Elden Ring and kept looking mm. over at Discord every five minutes. At 6.20, I saw that Jake launched Elden Ring. <laughs> I'm like, let's see if he remembers that we're doing 7 p.m. <laughs> I I periodically looked over and was like, huh, how much how much time before we need to start up this call? Don't worry. I would have remembered because we got back. It was like 6. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 6.10, I was like, I have 50 minutes before I have to be somewhere. AKA uh-huh. sitting down right here. And then I didn't leave this spot. <laughs> and then if Jake forgot, I'd be like, Jake, <laughs> are we still doing the podcast? <laughs> Did we miss it? Am I late? No, I think, I think we sent out the Zencaster invite literally at seven. So all according to plan, it's going well. Ooh, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> I don't need you to the audit. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, no, it's, it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I suppose we'll have impressions on Elden Ring later. But I, I mean, mean I everyone else's, in... but they're obviously yeah too early. I'm everyone else's prepared. impressions are already out, and so I will mention that it's just one of the highly most the most highly rated games ever on Metacritic. Um, I think it's ninety seven, which like for comparison is up there with like. I think higher than OG Bioshock. We're talking like Half-Life PC release scores. Um, like Super Mario, the best games in Super Mario series scores. It's really freaking high up there. It basically has to have that same situation Undertale had when there was like one <laughs> reviewer that was like, freaking give it a zero, <laughs> you know? He's trash. Uh, it's a really get pulled down. So, I mean, the critical reception is it's good. So. I hope you two have fun. Yeah, thank you. 
And I hope that everybody out there has fun that has has or has not played Elden Ring or other games. But if you has or has not played a game, you could or could has not tell us at soapstonepodcast at gmail.com or join the discussion on Facebook Hmm. at facebook.com slash soapstonepodcast. Tell us, what game are you looking forward to play, whether it's out or not? Yeah, that's probably a better question to answer. Uh, And as always, we'll see you in the next one. Have a good night. Bye.